Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. (laughs) On today's episode, we are part two of Eating Utensils. Eating Utensils. Yes, we are continuing after last week's episode of the brief history of Eating Utensils. This week, we're going into the design, the appropriate use of different cutlery. But first, the intro. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to do this show, and I spoke about this a little bit uh, last week. Mm-hmm. I, I like to share with uh, with the listeners the genesis of how I come up with uh, certain shows, or how we come up with yeah, certain shows. Yeah, the ideas how the shows were Correct. created. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the inspiration. <laughs> now, I mean, it was... I remember uh, being in the service station and, uh, you know, Phil comes by and he's like, hey, pass me a butter knife. And I, and I kind of just tossed it over. I was like, it's not a butter knife, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a dinner knife. Yeah. But that shows me that it might be something that's interesting to for people to know, mm-hmm. right? And uh, in today's episode, we're going to discuss, it's a fun little discussion about the proper cutlery for the right food, you know? Yeah, he went through the history last week. If you guys weren't, if, you just, if, you're, if you're out of order, we went through the history and now we're at the point of all the different cutleries. Yes, yeah. I mean, the history of, of uh, mostly they started as tools. Not yeah, necessarily, eating utensils, yes, exactly. Yes, not necessarily for eating, but they, they started cooking utensils, mm-hmm. you mean. And, and then they evolved because people just ate with their hands yeah. or, you know, ate however they ate, but they didn't really give, you know, proper um, utensils for a while, actually. <laughs> and, and that had to do with, with uh, you have tools and yeah. manufacturing yeah. and things like that. They were, they were not, proper manu- not proper, but, you know, evolved manufacturing. Yeah. So those utensils, they, they evolved as, as... As society evolved. As society evolved. Correct, correct, correct. And uh, let's start with, uh, you know, the most, I think, I thought it was going to be the most varied. Which utensil you believe is most varied? Varied? Mm. Varied. Like has many, many, many variations. Oh, the fork. I thought so as well. It's the spoon. Oh. Yeah. We're going to start with the fork though. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's go into the... And we're, we're going to talk about the functional ones, okay? Mm-hmm. They're specialized forks. Yeah. They're, they're specialized uh, eating utensils. And it's in the show, we're just going to talk about things that you might 
you know you might already know but didn't know and, and be interested in exactly and, you know we're not going to go into you, you know stuff that <laughs> you know a, a tree fork i don't know but, <laughs> we'll keep it relevant as yeah. possible and interesting <laughs> as possible we're going to include as many photos in the show notes as possible well links to photos in the show notes uh, on our website the modern way to podcast i'll be able to actually put up uh, actual pictures there if you yeah. want to have a, a check it out reference. on the web and you get you get catch up on everything yes <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said that now we're going to start with the dessert fork yes and it's pretty easy i grew up knowing what a dessert fork is i grew up having them in my house i didn't know what it was yeah now, I mean, now that i'm looking i'm like oh i've had yeah i've seen that my whole life <laughs> exactly you know and and there's it's pretty much a cake fork, yeah, three tines mm-hmm. usually, and it's usually a little bit smaller, um, right? It's definitely smaller. Yeah. It's, it's shorter, smaller in all dimensions. When I was younger, I used, I think that's why I use them all the time when I was a little kid. You know, like when I was younger, I think, I think that's why I use them all the time when I was a little kid because it fit my hand. Oh yeah, you you think it's a? It's <laughs> I a, thought it was my fork. <laughs> <laughs> True. Pass me the baby for <laughs> right? You know? And it's not really worth mentioning too much about a dessert fork other than it's a smaller yeah. three-tined fork. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh I I wouldn't quibble if you gave me a dinner fork for my for my cake at all. No, not not you even know? thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let them eat cake. Right. <laughs> and uh there's a fish fork. That's pretty doggone interesting. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, in an upscale restaurant, they don't necessarily fillet the fish in the kitchen and bring it to your table. You're going to have one or two scenarios. Yeah. The waiter's going to fillet table side, or you're going to get the whole doggone fish on your plate because some fish don't necessarily, by the time, put it this way. Part of the whole deal is the whole fish. Yeah. You know? Certain fishes, absolutely. Yeah. You ever try to fillet a fish and you got nothing left? (laughs) (laughs) It's really already an art form to me already, so I let the people that know how to do it do it for me. (laughs) Yeah, but I I take you don't go fishing or anything like Uh, that. I mean, I have, but the people I go with, they always fillet my fish for me. Okay, gotcha. Like, they know how to fish. I just kind of accompany them and enjoy myself and learn, but that's about it. Hey, I'm not much of a fisherman myself. But I've definitely tried to fillet some fish. And some fish, you just got to eat it as it, yeah. you know, as it's presented on your plate, mm-hmm. you know, if if at home or otherwise. So the fish fork is quite asymmetrical, you know. Yeah. And I like the style of this thing, actually. It's, it's pretty cool. And obviously, like any other, you know, utensil, they're very varied. But the whole idea is for you to scrape and scoop. Okay. Or scrape. So one side tends to be flatter. So you get, um, you know, bone side. You you scrape from the um, from the spine down. Mm-hmm. Or if you're getting between between the bones, and that's why you have a shorter side for the, you know, because fish they get small on one end and yeah. bigger on the other, and it's just a, a tool that you can kind of work around. And uh, yeah, it's an asymmetrical fork. Yeah, I like it. Now an oyster fork. Or a cocktail fork. They're... Are they the same? Same, same, but different. Okay, because I was going to say, they, I mean, okay, yeah. Well, I've seen, like, 
I've seen like what I thought was a, a cocktail fork, and it's it's. But this is I get it makes sense because they look very similar. They are very similar. Uh, so the cocktail fork is thinner, right? It's thinner. That's what I thought. You're okay. correct. It's thinner, and it usually only has two tines. Okay. You know, and it's designed to really stab the little shrimp, mm-hmm. or I mean, there is a shrimp fork as well. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. There are too many. <laughs> uh, but the oyster fork, uh, I don't eat oysters. I, I know most people will just end up using a cocktail fork for the oyster fork. Mm-hmm. So we're going to just lump those two together. Got it. Got right? It. And uh, the most, the, the dinner fork. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I would use that for everything. Everything. You know, I use that for my cake. For your cake. My my clams, all that. I could get in there. I could get it. You can make get because you can make it work. You could just stick like half that little like the, the two the two uh, yes. times in and get something yeah. out. And make two, it work. Two of the four times yes. you make that little corner. <laughs> I don't need a, a cocktail fork to get in my clam. The clam no. opened up. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm I mean? In there. I'm not waiting. Come on now. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I got a fork. I'm in. Yep. So that's it's it is. Now, when you go to some restaurants that have the the table settings, mm-hmm. and then you have the the dinner fork is going to be the one closest to you on the left, mm. closest to the plate, okay. because you're going to work your way from the outside in. So wait, it goes. Isn't there? Isn't there? Wouldn't there be a fork before that one? Yeah, salad fork. Okay. Yeah. So closest to you would be the dinner fork. One more out would be the salad fork. One more out. Would oh, be I got the which one you're fork. talking about. I got, closest to your right hand, or to your to your left. You're confusing me right now. The knife has the right hand. Yes. Fork has the left, left. hand. Yeah. So closest to the knife is the dinner fork, right? Oh no, the, uh, opposite sides of the plate. Okay, I'm I'm keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your belly's going to be where the plate is, yes. right? So you're going to rest your hands. Um, you know. Got you. Right. I understand. Now there can be we're we're gonna we're gonna work on a show, an etiquette show later on. So we'll talk about that at a different time. It can be a little confusing of what sometimes you're sat really close mm-hmm. to the next person. Okay. And if you see their utensils or their plate or their glass and you, you you're not sure which one is yours, there's a a way that you can, you know, kind of tell which drink and which um, bread plate is yours. Yeah. Because the bread plate is going to go above the forks, mm-hmm. okay? Or the B&B plate or whatever the case may be. If you were to make an okay sign, okay, but just tighten up your fingers, right? Now, on your right hand, what's what letter does that look like? A B. Oh, a D? It looks like a D. Yeah. And now on the left hand, what does that letter look like? A B. A B. So the B is for the bread. So the bread plate is going to be on your left. And the D is for the drink. Your drinks are going to be on the right. Ah. All right. Look at that. Yeah. That's quality. All right. So we're going to move on from the dinner fork because uh, that's my favorite fork. (laughs) Nice and broad. I could get stuff in there. Simple. (laughs) And uh, a salad fork. I can eat with a salad fork. I can eat a dinner a salad with my dinner fork. Yeah, you know, both. Exactly. But that one's going to come. That's going to sit right next to the dinner fork. Okay. And usually you're going to have those two 
most courses are just going to be salad, salad and, and an entree. Yeah. Know, yeah, exactly. So the cocktail fork is going to rest on the outside of that salad fork usually. Mm-hmm. And they're going to basically, you know, in, in a fancy, fancy restaurant, they'll load you up. But, you know, depending on what courses, you're not really choosing necessarily. You're being served. So yeah. then you just you just know which way to go. You just Yeah, you just work your way in. You just work your way in. Now, the salad fork also usually has four times. It's just smaller. It's a little smaller in length. Yeah, it's a little smaller in length. Um, not much to say about it. Kind of boring. Kind of kind of knock off of the uh, of the dinner fork. You yeah, know, the big boss, the big boss. Now we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> skim over some of the you know a, a fruit fork. It is basically a glorified uh, um, cocktail fork. Yeah. You know, you're going to stab out of a fruit bowl. It just bowl. stabs. It looks like it's just a stabber. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally the two-tine um, uh, cocktail fork. You know, if you get your bowl of fruit, yeah. you know, there's really not much. Um, you ever try to stab uh, fruit, eat fruit? I eat fruit cups all the time, especially when we're in Vegas. I try to get yeah. uh, get some of that stuff into me. And uh, it bounces around from the four, oh, four times. Yeah. yeah, it moves on you. Yeah. So I could see where you know you'd want either like a single pick type of you know. Yeah, especially because with like you know with the grapes or something like that that's round, mm-hmm. like all the rounder fruits, like like exactly what they're showing the blueberries and the black, it's, they do move right on you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we we pretty much went through, to, in my opinion, the functional forks. Yeah. Okay. Now an interesting fork. I believe is the spaghetti fork because this came up a few times and uh, the spaghetti fork seems very, very interesting. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it's a three tine fork with some uh, knobs on it. Look, so for the twirling. For the twirling, yes. Am I, am I right? Yes. I see. It. That now, makes sense. Now, now. it has these uh, protruding notches on the outside or on the inside mm-hmm. to really stabilize the the spaghetti once you once you twirl and lift it you know and last week we talked about how you know i was wondering about if people have to use a spoon you know this fork it looks like you don't (laughs) we've been using the wrong fork the whole time (laughs) it's not the spoon it's the fork it's the fork and i had no idea a spaghetti fork existed that makes perfect sense though that makes perfect sense uh are you bougie enough to buy one though? No, but <laughs> I like the. I, I would love. Actually, I don't even really eat pasta right now, so it's just like fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I could totally see you just you get that full spin. It will look like almost like Lady and the Trampish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last the last fork that I think is super interesting, but definitely not functional. Is the ice cream fork? Oh yeah, I like that one. Uh, why? I mean, why do I like it? Yeah, yo, because well, so when we were talking about it in the other show, and we we looked it up. Remember, we looked it up, mm-hmm. and we were like, ice cream fork. What is that? And you were like, does it look like a spork? And it kind of does. It and it kind of does. And it's functional when you look at it. It's like a spoon mixed with a fork. And I like the idea because, like you said. Ice cream is usually, you know, harder, so mm-hmm. it cuts through that and gets you a good scoop. I dig it. Yeah. I, 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 that might be something I would buy. <laughs> okay, just to be like, yo, people came over, like, 
and I give them a fork and they'd be like, yo, that's, and then I want to see their faces when they try it. That would be a cool um, conversation piece. Yeah. No doubt they will call it a spork, though. Absolutely. Be- well, although the sp- it is a spork, I'm sorry, it is a spork, but the tines are longer than yes. a regular spork. And it does have a bowl shaped throughout yeah. the whole thing. It's interesting looking. I dig it. I don't know. <sighs> I'm, not, I'm not eating anything else with it, but I think I could. I think I might be. Able I just like want to know where does one buy an ice cream fork? Yeah, Williams Sonoma. We're gonna find out. Okay. Right. Not not right now, but I'm gonna find out. We'll put it in the notes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're gonna because <laughs> I don't want to make all that clicking clicking noise real quick. <laughs> we we go we go we gonna link you up if you want to be a bougie bastard. Yeah. We go we gonna hook you up. We gonna tell you where to buy the ice cream fork. <laughs> <laughs> check out the show notes. He's going to tell you exactly where to buy it at. <laughs> now, uh, when speaking of transitioning now to spoons. Boom. Uh, when I tell you that this tool, there's a tool for every job, the same goes for spoons. Yeah, I believe it. There, there are as much as 61 different types of spoons. When like they I have was, names? When I'm doing my research, they have names. There's 61 different name spoons. It's ridiculous. 61 different functions. <laughs> Please, listen. We're not going there, okay? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But, you know, we're going to we're going to go through the interesting ones and the functional ones. Okay. Ones that you might see in and about your your dining experiences. And that's 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 all I care to deal with, okay? Now, interesting and specialized is the sugar spoon. Okay. Really? You need spoon. you need a sugar spoon? Is it for measuring sugar? No, that's what teaspoons, tablespoons, all that stuff are there for. Oh, I've seen that spoon before. That's what they use for tea. Like when you're at like if you're it looks very like British to me. Like uh Remember you like you know how they have that little they have the little tea clumps. It looks like that's the spoon that they back in the day they used to have cubes. That looks like what there was in, if you watch older historian like mm-hmm. shows. That's the exact spoon they would put the you know give me one lump or two. That's the spoon. I think that might be where the term is from. Good lord, that sounds they, that's awesome. Now, mm, the primary use it says uh, is for granulated sugar though. But what you're saying made sense. I thought that when they were using the uh, the cubes, that they used um, the little. Cl- I know what you're talking about the little, little, little it's like a, tweezer little, looking like, clamps like, like, or something. Like a tong. Like, yes, tongs. Yes. That's, you might that's, be, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, but I think that's still the same idea. What I'm talking about because I know I've seen them and it just looks like the bowl. But you know, yeah. But I think that's maybe that's where the term one lump or two comes from. It's possible. Now the 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 sugar spoon does have a. A small soup spoon esque. It's mm-hmm. very rounded in the um in the bowl of the the I don't know what that that end of the spoon is called. Yeah, the opposite of the handle, but I'm gonna call it a bowl. Okay, no, it, is, it says the bowl. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, Woo-woo. they do have deeper bowls. They have a uh, fluted edges along the bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, the soup spoon. Uh, that those are pretty varied, but I dig this design that we're looking at. You know what's funny is I've, I've, you know, a soup spoon to me is totally different than what I'm looking here, but I always see these at the Asian restaurants. Yes. Right? Yes. So they actually have the true proper soup spoon when we, when we're, if you look at it. And, and, and they, there's a category, there is a, and mm, there is a spoon called the Chinese spoon. Okay. 
it could be Asian, but I'm just going from memory. And it's a, a deeper, yeah. you know, curvature of what we're looking at. But I dig these soup spoons yeah. here. They do look like a hybrid, a metal hybrid of that. Uh, exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I could just imagine the dumplings going to fit right in yeah. there real nice and mm-hmm. nice and easy. Like you're, you're getting... You're getting, you get, you're getting the chunks plus. Yes. And, and that's what I want from my soup spoon. I want to be able to get the chunks plus. Yes. Okay. A little bit of broth, a little bit of everything. Yes. It, it almost looks like a mini ladle. Yeah, it does. Without a doubt, the mini ladle. Uh, dessert spoon? Come on now. Really? <laughs> that should be the ubiquitous spoon. Honestly, what, what's it? what's it giving me? Size? No. Looks average. They're just a little bit smaller than the regular spoons. Yeah, I've ever they're seen. they're 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 a little ridiculous. <laughs> now the beverage spoon, I need to buy one. Oh, the teaspoon. Yeah. I mean not like a tea, but I call them the teaspoon because they're longer. They fit in like a like an iced tea. <laughs> then you gotta say iced teaspoon because a teaspoon is a teaspoon. Yes. Right? So the beverage spoon. Yes, you're you're in a t- whether it's a Collins glass or mm-hmm. an iced tea or um, not quite as long as a bar spoon, but it re- it resembles a, a, a shorter version of the bar spoon. Yeah, I would like a teaspoon. I mean, a beverage spoon because I make, I make yeah, I make some <laughs> I make some beverages and uh, I need a I need either a bar spoon, but the bar spoon could be a little a little too big sometimes. Yes, yeah. yes, this looks like uh, this looks. I, I mean. It looks like it's right at the alley that you're looking for because you're not using full on, you know, you're not you're not making multiple drinks in a, in a bigger thing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I'm not using a big shaker tin exactly. and all that stuff. Plus, I don't even know if my jaw is that long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm interested in this, um, this grapefruit spoon. Okay. And it looks like a hybrid. What would you call the hybrid between a spoon and a knife? Okay, if the spork... A smife. A spife. A spife. A spife. A, sp- uh, a, a snife? Or a spife? A spife. Spife. Hmm. S-P... Yeah, yeah, I got F-E. you. It's a S-P-F-E for sure. Yes. Because it has serrations. It has an angle to the spoon. Yeah. And serrations on each side of the angles going down to the point. Yeah, they're cutting through that grapefruit. They're cutting the segments out for sure. Yeah, they're digging in. And I, when I was a kid, I would use a paring knife to, to kind of get the segments out. It almost looks like a paring knife, like the, the way the way the serrations are. I prefer this spoon. This is a... But I don't eat that many grapefruits. Me like either. one I, a year. I don't, I don't eat grapefruit at all. So but I, just, I just like how the, <laughs> the knife looks. I mean, the fork. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, you, you got confused too. <laughs> the spife got you. It got me. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to use one of these caviar spoons. Ah, I don't. I don't really like caviar. I've never had it. Oh, I, really? I, I, I you mean, have. when we had it at uh, at the job, that don't mean I ate it. <laughs> I mean, listen, good caviar. I'm not talking about you know regular like you know. I know what you mean. Crappy, you know, fish roll crap. You know, <laughs> I'm talking caviar, and uh, they're usually made from you know. Other materials other than metal. Yeah. Okay. This looks and like a like a pearlish, but it's not. I'm sure. I don't know what. It mother is. of pearl. Okay. You know they're made from gold or, or um, animal horn or wood. 
I can only imagine that, you know, you don't want any necessarily a metal taste to, to yeah. conflict with the, um, you know, what you're what you're paying for in this caviar. If it's already expensive to eat the caviar. I might as well do it with the gold, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's a nice, small. It kind of looks like a, an upscale baby spoon. Yeah, it does. You know, it does. Yeah, I'm telling you, I if if I was a baby, I'd know I was rich. <laughs> you know, it does look just like a baby spoon. <laughs> but it, it it looks pretty slick. It, yeah. it's, it's it's the spoon that lets you know you're you're Did you're you arrived. You're sitting on high cotton. Okay, <laughs> you are you are from privilege. Yes, just 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 so you know. And. Uh, Good transition. There's the baby spoon. Generally, a soft, um, a soft material, mm-hmm. uh, a, a small bowl, yeah, and, a, and an extended handle for for, for, for us for, to serve the baby with. Yes, <laughs> yes, because the baby is not handling. Anything. The baby is throwing, if anything, if it, it's, it's sticking his finger in it and then licking its finger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but there. I mean, some kind of um, what's that safe rubber that uh, you know, uh, silicon? Silicon is yes. probably made out of. Mm-hmm. And um, oh yeah, it says uh, baby spoons. Yes, yes, and um, you know that way when they bite down, exactly. You know they're not uh, chipping a gum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now listen, it's. It's really interesting that, um, you know, the, the little baby spoons that we use for the um, the espressos. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize they're called a demitasse spoon. Yes. But correcting people is kind of like you look kind of, you know. Whatever. Like it still a, says, it says, it still <laughs> says commonly known as espresso spoons. So you're not it saying is, it wrong. It is. It is. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. And they're perfect for that for that little cup, too. Oh, without there, a doubt. there is no other spoon that fits no. in that cup. <laughs> no, you gotta have one. I have, I have a crap load of those, and I don't even drink any espressos. <laughs> How I came by them, I will never know. Well, because if you you can't just buy one of those, they, they, they if you come, they're so small, they're gonna come like a little case, at least thirty or something like that. <laughs> That's true, that is true, <laughs> that is true. So coming out of this, I think you're gonna you're gonna buy the uh, the. The ice cream fork. Yes. And I'm going to buy the beverage spoons. Okay. You know. Uh, you, you have any more, uh, anything interesting? Um, On here? Oh, on the, chi- we found the China spoon. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Chinese spoon. I don't, uh, I mean, that's just perfect for the dumplings. I don't know if I want to, I don't think they'll sit well in my drawer, a set of these. No, but I mean, I but you can't go wrong with them. I mean, come on now. There's a salt spoon. That is ridiculous. I mean, it's got to have. Is it the same idea? Just like as a, as a sugar spoon? Yes, that's what I'm guessing. It looks it, it looks different. But look for the Chinese. Oh no no! I'm sorry. I was about to say something wrong. I thought I, thought I read it wrong, but it read right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I want to move on from the spoons because there's so many. I mean, but they start to transition into tools more so than anything. There's ladles, and you're not going to eat with a ladle. Certainly, certainly you're going to serve with it. 
But, um, you know, the interesting one in this category that I thought was the, the spaghetti spoon. And I really didn't know the function of the hole inside of the spaghetti spoon. Oh, okay. And I've seen plenty of those before. Yeah, let's talk about that. Apparently, it's for measuring the dry pasta for one serving. Or uh, spaghetti. Well, obviously, we're talking spaghetti spoon. And I had no idea. That makes perfect sense. You know, those, the the the, the claw shape, yeah. I knew that, hey, you could... You, you could can, dig in there. You could dig in there, and break up, you, and, you know, yeah. and you grab the spaghetti out with it. But then that hole, I just I always thought, thought was, the hole was to drain out the, the, the water yeah, when you picked it up. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> but the illustration here shows, function. yes, that you, you I, fit I like as much that. pasta for one person. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, I never know how much pasta to make. That makes perfect sense. And like you, I don't eat as much pasta. Yeah. And I I attempt to at least use the uh, semolina wheat, the drum wheat mm-hmm. or something like that, or other, you know, pastas made from other um, grains. Grains, yeah. Okay. Texture's not the same. I, I understand that's the whole point. I found one that's okay, but I just eat just less pasta. Yeah, it's, it's hard, like... Possible other things is either you're gonna if you're eating it, you gotta eat it. You're gonna eat it. You it's like I mean? mac and cheese. You can't make that yeah, healthy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta go for it. You know, just deal with it. Just deal with it. Yeah, man. Now let's 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 dive into the knives. The knives. You know, and and we did mention before, like more than any other utensil, the knives, in my opinion, are very mostly specified uh, yes. tools. So I can only come up with you know, a handful of knives that you're going to encounter in, in your dining experience. And, uh, you know, y- you can eat anything with a dinner fork or you can eat soup with a soup spoon. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're, you're really not opening like, uh, you're not shucking oysters with a dinner knife. No. You know, the handle's too long. The point, the tip is not, you know, flat enough. Or, or more reinforced and the things kn- like that. The knife is definitely a tool that has its def. It it needs what it has. It <laughs> well said. <laughs> Strangely eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the knife. My favorite knife, the steak knife. Okay. I don't eat a lot of steak, but it's clearly a functional eating utensil. Mm-hmm. I like steak knives with, if they're going to be metal, I like them to be heavy because you want to be able to drive that force yeah. through the um, through the steak. If it's, you know, has a wooden handle, I like the handle to be... Sturdy. It's f- bigger. Yeah. Yeah, fits in your hand. I can't stand when, when you go and they give you that, like, plastic, that, that stamp plastic handle oh. and it's small. Yeah, it's bad. At least give me a big, big handle knife. Yeah. Come on now. You know, it's uh, what kind? What, what's your what's your favorite knife? Um, favorite, favorite. You know, I I love a good steak knife, but um, I don't know. I guess I guess I'm just so used to the regular dinner knife. The dinner knife. Yeah. Yes. Now the dinner the, knife is not the, the butter Swiss, knife. <laughs> yeah, not the butter <laughs> knife. Uh, so let's talk about the dinner knife. The dinner knife is. It's it's the main show. Yeah. You know, it's 
what you're going to have. Which you're very used to seeing everywhere with yes. the serrations. Very small serrations. Mm -hmm. And it, a lot of it, times it has a, a part. The serrations don't go all the way to They're the. Like to, um, only to like halfway. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, so it's for both cutting mm -hmm. and spreading and separating uh, basically. Yeah. And it has enough length for the leverage of to, most to, to eating. To do what you need to do. Yeah. To do what you need to do. Now, moving on to the butter knife, which I own a butter knife, but as you can... You really don't use it. I don't use it. I don't use it. <laughs> I don't use it. Uh, I remember uh, growing up, I remember people used to leave their butter knives in the in the fridge with their little... But remember how they had the butter dishes in your fridge? Mm -hmm. You have the butter in there, and it's like like a nice little... Um, like some some were some ceramic or you know whatever kind of thing. Okay, and they'd be nice and cold, and they had the little. They, people used to keep the butter knife right in there with it. Really? Yeah, and they just cut off that butter and just like let it just. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. <laughs> because usually the butter knife has a smaller handle. Yeah, and I associate the butter knife with people that leave the butter out, out. on the counter, mm -hmm. and so it's softer. It's easier to, and it's easier to. So the butter knife, no serrations. It's usually wider and you're going to get, uh, you know, it's for cream cheeses, jams, yeah, jellies, spreads. <laughs> when the man. spread comes out. <laughs> <laughs> the spreads. Uh, and now the dessert knife, it, it really coincides with what dessert they're going to be serving you at the restaurant. And it kind of looks like a butter knife in itself. It kind of looks like a butter knife in itself, or it can have a narrow, um, a narrow tip. This one it has a rounded tip, usually very thin, and uh, certain desserts like uh, torts and mm -hmm. you know things like that. You gotta cut into it, yeah, separate it, whatever the case may be. Slice and dice, slice <laughs> and dice <laughs> on a fully marked table. Uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, and you could correct me on this, I do not believe that the dessert knife and fork are going to be there. They're going to be there on a, but I don't. Okay, they don't have to be there. Gotcha. I believe they're served at the t they're placed at the top of okay. the plate. But on op the, the handles are going to face the direction of which hand is going to be pulling it. Mm-hmm. For instance, the dessert knife should be on top of the dessert fork. The handle is going to point towards the right if it's the knife, and the handle is going to point towards the left if it's the dessert fork. Okay. So then you just pull down that mm -hmm. way accordingly with the, the correct hand. But I'm not sure. I, I, I've, I'm not 100% on the – I'm 100% on the – uh, the dessert fork, though, that's if the, this if it's a fully set table. Mm -hmm. If it's not, they're just going to mark the table when they you know they remove the charger and all your when you when they clear the table. Basically, they're going to just mark mark the table for the correct um, utensil that you're going to be using for dessert. Dessert, yeah, yes. Cheese knife. I used to love cheese. And there's not one knife for, you know, here's the soft cheeses, semi-soft yeah. cheeses, hard cheeses, yeah, things like that. Yeah, it's like three like or that. four different cheese knives. <clears throat> yeah. They usually have a short handle. 
uh, because the cheese, cheese knives are usually placed on the cheese board, so you mm -hmm. want it all to fit there. They usually wood to match the cheese board. They usually have like a, a short, uh, flat blade, whether it's angled or, you know, looks like a scraper or something like that. And that's functional, you know. You might go to a wine and cheese event. Uh, maybe someone else is handling the uh, yeah they the, got, the, they the cheese, mm -hmm. or if you're the you're responsible you're the for you know <laughs> slicing, you know slicing. if you come by and then the cheese is in a block or whatever, and you just come by and, yep. and then keep going, you know. So that's uh, that's as much as I wanted to kind of. So yeah, we covered all of them. I mean, all the all the ones that anybody else is going to use. You know, I was just going through and I saw one that was like. I didn't even, and I owned this knife, and I didn't even know what it was for. Talk to me. The frozen food knife. Listen, I saw that, and I was so ashamed of myself. Yeah, because you get it in every single, like when you get a, a, a kit of knives, it's in every single one. I had no idea what it was Not for. Not necessarily every single, but a good you amount. get a serrated knife. But the serrated knife with the the um the little fork the spork thing like on the like looks like yeah a, the yeah the, the um the tipped edge yes. the, the what is it called I want to call them stabbers but there's something else what do they call they look like um I mean they look like they're pretty much tines like kind of like a, a carving fork thing yeah it's very similar yeah yeah. Uh, I, I mean, like, you, 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 that's sawing off like yes. pieces of like meat. frozen meat and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. I was like, that's what that's I for? just used my serrated knife. and be, But be careful because the serrated knife could be the bread knife. Mm. But the bread knife has a rounded top mm -hmm. to it. And uh, and then, th I mean, then you're going into tools more so. No, than, no, that's a yeah. tool for sure. Oh, I uh, just didn't even know what it, I, I, I've been thinking. I was like, man, what would I use this for? You know, I mean, I use it for little things. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never would even know that that was that's what it's for. I was, I was like, I've okay, so read me about. a little bit on the on the frozen food knife. All right, so let's let's, um, let's educate. The frozen some. food knife is always hard and rigid. These knives are designed to cut right through them with ease. A saw, a coarse sawtooth blade is usually part of the frozen food knife, which can be small but always cuts through a variety of hard materials, including metal surfaces. It is specifically designed with this purpose in mind. Wow, I didn't even know that. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Pretty cool. I hope we at least gave you some insight into cutlery that you may not have, have known, known before, about. Yeah, you know. I mean, I learned some things, so I'm hoping they learned some things. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fun. I mean, even though you know we're not going to run out and buy a, a frozen food knife or anything like that. I already got one. Didn't even know. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to to kind of level up your experience in a restaurant or feel empowered at, at a new place. Or know that, hey, you just, I love learning. And, yeah. and you know, I, some of these things I already knew and some of these I just did not know. And a part of my journey, you know, sharing things with, with uh, you, the listener, is that we, we learn things together. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just the one that may have, you know, researched it, you know, a day or two before. We're here you, to learn together because we're yeah. learning together. We're growing. We're learning, growing, leveling up people. That's right. You know, that's what life is all about in this journey is, is learning uh um, we do a little laughter and have fun your... during out, throughout. <laughs> yeah, because the the laughter lends levity to your to your experience, right? Yes. You, you, none of this is all serious. It, it shouldn't be. You know, if 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 we're lucky enough to have you know a roof overhead, yeah. and uh and a ice cream fork, exactly. God bless you. Okay. If you got a phone and you're able to listen to this podcast, you're already blessed. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> and. Uh, 
If you like today's content, we will find a way to do a the etiquette show. Some of it is is visual, but I'll find a way to make it applicable to this okay. platform. Cool. Okay. And I, I have a guest that I'd like to reach out to. Oh, perfect. To I was going to ask you, we'll be able us. to talk us. Yeah, cause, yeah. I mean, because I know some, but you know, I mean, it's a small percentage of yeah. what uh, what we what we, we want to learn. Not only that, what we can teach. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to reach out to an etiquette coach, and yeah, let me know if you're interested in that kind of uh, content. You mm-hmm. know, um, at the Modern Way to Podcast on uh, on the uh, Instagram. Or themodernwaiter at gmail.com if you want to email me. I do respond. I do listen. If there's something that I can, you know, I get show ideas all the time. And if that's uh, in, in our wheelhouse that we're able to, you know, have fun with and disseminate some info, we got you. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Ah, yes, that's what we're here for. And please, please, please uh, give uh, give us a listen on some other podcasts that are very uh, interesting in our niche, Okay. Things like the Sidework podcast. Those ladies are pretty funny. Hilarious. And they champion all things uh, (laughs) (laughs) service industry. And uh, the Copper and Heat for your chef perspective. In Your Mouth podcast. In Your Mouth. Pretty cool guy. Uh, The Macaroni Zone and Confessions of a Server. He's building his, uh, his library and he's doing it all on his own. Doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Dan DeVille, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll see you next time. Later. I'm so glad you gave me Your wait is now over. I'm so glad you gave me Your wait is now over. I'm so glad you gave me Your wait is now over. I'm so glad you gave me Your wait is now over. Yeah, the dope is baddest. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.